Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. We're glad you're joining us again this Friday. And today I have a special guest with us, Miss Becky Gardner. Good morning, Becky. Hi, how are you, Carmen? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. Um, Ladies, a lot of you maybe not had the opportunity to meet Becky, and I feel like I'm just getting an opportunity to meet you, Becky, um, which was one of my selfish, self-centered reasons for inviting you in on a podcast, because I could have a one-on-one conversation and not have to share it with people around the table. (laughs) (laughs) Becky, tell tell the ladies a little bit about Becky. Just give us a context of of who Becky Gardner is. I am... um... Uh, the wife of Joe Gardner, who uh, is a zone consultant, uh, was a pastor, is director of missions in Metro Peoria. Uh, Joe and I have been married, uh, will have been married 42 years uh, in December. And we have three grown daughters, uh, two sons-in-law and six grandchildren. We are very blessed uh, and have been Uh, seeing God at work in our family, individually and corporately. I currently serve as superintendent at Judah Christian School in Champaign. I have been in education, Christian education, uh, about 28 years. Uh, So have spent a little time in uh, the classroom and administration. You know, Becky, just because I know Joe a little bit and probably a little bit better than I know you, actually, that's why I'm excited about this conversation. Um, Joe's the daddy of girls. Yes. So, yep. so Joe, Joe's surrounded by strong women. Um, but um, just just as I get to spend more time with my brother, you know, getting to know him as a colleague, um, I realize how intentional that daddy was at developing strong women as as daughters. And he and obviously that's demonstrated in your life. You role model that for him. But um, there's something about that husband of yours that cheerleads you on at the same time playing that role of protector provider. Um, And I've just I've just really noticed that. So here as we move into the podcast, I want to unpack that just a little bit. but Becky, we live in such a world too that um, people are fighting whether they want to be a woman or not. You know, so there's all the transgender issues. Then we go into our denomination, and you know, do women fit? Don't women fit? And one of the things um, that I know you're known for over the last few years, because I've seen it written, people have celebrated it. You've you've made history in under the SBC umbrella um, by being a first woman to tell us a, tell, tell tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, I had the opportunity to serve on the board of trustees at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary in Wake Forest, uh, North Carolina, for the last 11 years. Two of those years, I was uh, had the opportunity to serve as the chair of the board of trustees. And again, when uh, that opportunity arose and I realized this was the <laughs> history, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, I said, I do not want to be divisive. If I can serve the Lord and point people to Jesus, I want to be able to be the vessel that he uses. Amen. Amen. But um, I, I really look for opportunities where God opens the door and can use me 
uh, to point people to him. And it is a blessing to be able to pull the curtain back. We had not had an opportunity really to uh, be a part of Southeastern Seminary until I had the opportunity to serve as an Illinois representative. That's how I got uh, got on the board of trustees was representing our state. And because I was a uh, grew up in a pastor's home, mm-hmm. was a pastor's wife and an educator, uh, you know, they said it sounds like it would be a good opportunity to serve. And so I took that opportunity and it was, again, it's exciting to see our seminaries um, really pour into uh, young people and young adults and looking for ways to serve the church and to serve in the workplace where God is placing us. And so, again, it was a blessing to uh, serve along Dr. Aiken and the faculty and staff. Mm-hmm. And particularly, I got my EDD uh, there <laughs> as well. Uh, in the last, uh, graduated in 2019. And again, Dr. Coley and uh, the faculty and staff through the education, Christian education department. It's more than an education. It really was a cohort uh, and build a network of how can we as believers use the platform where God places us uh, to pour into others as well as to point others to him. And so using the platform of education, that was really my desire of of pursuing an EDD. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I am uh, gaining toward the end of my career. I don't plan on retiring anytime soon, but I've had people ask, uh, why are you even doing this? Uh, You know, in the Christian, uh, Christian education world, it's not like a huge pay raise, like it might be in some Mm -hmm. circles. But uh, my answer was, and still is, I believe God calls us to be excellent in anything that he asks us to do. We want to grow in our walk with the Lord. We want to grow as believers. And so I believe he's calling us to uh, continue to grow and learn. And I want to be the best um, Christian school administrator mm-hmm. that I can be. And so that means it takes time and energy and effort to grow mm-hmm. and to learn from others. That's good. That's good. You know, Becky, we say all the time on this podcast, you know, um, um, the purpose of our podcast is just to share stories from each other, to to just spotlight ordinary women with this extraordinary God. Um, but I love what you just said there because we always we we all have influence. We're all we're all influencing somebody, and as a Christ follower, that's what should make us different in any platform that we're on. Um, you know, whether that's an educator, whether that I know some of your daughters are nurses. The fact that we're that God has put us there and that we're His, and I'm going to use your word, is why we should strive to always be learning so that we're bringing excellence into it. We we should stand out and we should want to stand out in that in that role. Right. I don't believe it's I'm a I'm a Christian or I'm an educator or a nurse or whatever. I'm a Christian educator or I am a Christian nurse or I am a Christian homemaker because I am a believer first. And then what opportunities, what skills, 
yeah. um, what uh, what passions has he given us yeah. and has called us yeah. to fulfill in that in that role and yeah. and again just like you you don't know uh, the impact that you're having on the women and the churches uh, and other people Carmen that you are you know impacting but you want to be faithful and that is my desire and and Joe has always encouraged me in that and our girls in that uh, you know to follow and to be open to what God is asking, go to scripture, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and support and mm-hmm. make that your foundation and then let the Lord uh, take and use what he's given you. That's really, that's good. That's good, Becky. Ladies, if you're listening in with us today, um, listen to the, listen to the practicality of what Becky just shared. Um, Becky, Becky has had a strong career and, um, and more, many opportunities still to come, but just like I wanted you to share the story, you know, of the, the making history, you know, a lot of people told that story and celebrated it and it should be celebrated, Becky, but I love what you said. You were just doing what you did. And, you know, and striving to bring excellence to it. And it reminds me of something that I heard Christine Kane say on a, on a past, I think it was a podcast, something. Sometimes, ladies, we're trying for God to see us. Hmm. You know, we want him to know this is what we have to offer, you know, plug us into the game. And we may express that by going, trying to find something or knock down the walls. Ladies, if we just do do what God has you doing today and, and bring excellence to it. In other words, you have to show up. You're never going to deliver excellence, ladies, if you're not showing up, right? Understand the work that he's got you doing. Put your heart into the work that he's got you doing. See purpose in the work that he has you doing. And be honest with him if you don't. Take that thought captive. But one of the things I heard Christine Kane say one time that was that I thought was so good, God will know where to find you. You're not lost. You're not lost. And Becky, you just so demonstrated that in the examples, you know, that this is how I got there. (laughs) I was just doing my job. Oh, and I happened to be married to a raised in a pastor's home, married to a pastor, happened to be an educator, happened to be just happened to be ladies. A lot of times you discount your happen to be's in life, friends, and God is not discounting anything. He knows where to find us. He knows where to find us when he's ready to put you in whatever position he needs you in for that next season. Yeah, I know it's easy for us to compare ourselves to others, no matter what field we're in, you know, mm-hmm. whether we're a lay person or in ministry specifically. But Joe has encouraged me in this. I have had um, Sunday school teachers and training union teachers and youth workers and uh, GA leaders to continue to pour into me and to point me to Jesus Christ. He was the author of my salvation and allow him to have complete control. And I know that's scary, you know, as a, as a young GA, I thought, okay, if I really give my life completely to you, Lord, are you going to send me across the world Mm. on the foreign field away from family? And, you know, some people may say, well, it was similar because he did move us to Iowa <laughs> right after we were married uh, after seminary uh, in a church planning area, uh-huh. uh, which was many, many miles from Memphis, Tennessee. But again, the safest place I have found and I believe is right in the center of God's will. And so trying to be patient, 
trying to stay in his word, trying to continue to carve out time with him, even when it doesn't feel easy or even when things are difficult, continuing to be faithful. We know God is faithful. And so he will make things, all things new. He will lead and guide us um, as we acknowledge him and direct those paths, as it says in Proverbs, so that we can point others, not only ourselves to him, but then bring others with us and point them uh, to him. I don't, I don't have the answers, but I know who does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're not just saying that as a generic response, because I've watched you a little bit now from a distance and I've watched you through your husband. That speaks that speaks a lot to me. Um, I'm so grateful for my husband, you know, and he was a chief encourager in my life. Um, and, and that encouragement sometimes came with the challenge to rise to an occasion, too. And sometimes that challenge would be I needed to see something in myself that I wasn't seeing. And I, if I wasn't seeing I was I wasn't embracing it and running to its full potential, you know, in that area. That's what I I referenced that a little bit earlier that I want to circle back to for a minute, because I work more with Joe, you know, as a as a colleague. But can I say I see him doing that? I see him doing that to you and your adult girls. He's not afraid of them. He's not afraid of their success. (laughs) Right. It's like he's going to fan it on because he's not he's not afraid that he's going to be look lesser of a person or lesser of a man or lesser of a whatever. If you know, if if he's building somebody up. And can I just say, Becky, that is that is just refreshing. That is just so refreshing. Joe is definitely the head of our household Mm -hmm. said he is accountable to the Lord. And again, I'm accountable to the Lord in my response as well in trying to live that. Is that easy every day? No, it isn't, you know. Uh, But again, with Christ in the center of our lives individually, and then intentionally making him the center of our home, my husband is the one I turn to. And I know I can speak and he will listen. He will give me suggestions or maybe thoughts that I different perspective. But more than that, Carmen, I know he is going to be praying for God to work and to move not only in my life, but in the lives of those around me and in the lives of our girls and their families, Mm -hmm. as well as he does for our churches and pastors Mm -hmm. and in our state impact. So it's not just me and my family, but I would say prayer has been vital in my life personally, and in the life of us as a family, mm-hmm. as a couple, and continues to be. That's that's good. That's good. Um, you know, Becky, to listen to you talk, you're just as humble, you know, and you're you're really almost soft spoken, you know. And and I'm sitting here because I know of the roles that God has had you in, and you have found success in those roles. That is not a you are not a leader without a backbone. You are not a, you you cannot not be a courageous leader and have the success that you've had in your career. And so, you know, again, I think that speaks to how you're abiding with God. And I'm hearing you say that over and over and over again. If we're going to have success, then we have got to know God's word and we've got to be applying it and live in obedience to it. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, 
that is true. And that is hard. You know, Mm -hmm. there have been times when I have said, Lord, if you would just send me an email or a text, then I will know for sure. (laughs) You know, but God doesn't use the methods like we want sometimes or his timing. So what do we do? We have to keep going back to his word that we know is true. And what is the last thing he's asked us to do and keep doing that until he makes it very clear. And again, we know he uses his word and he also uses other godly people Mm -hmm. in our paths that Mm -hmm. can help, you know, help clarify and bring clarity Mm -hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking back to a quiet time I've recently had. And so many times we're coming to God, asking him for the new. Mm-hmm. What, what What is it, God? What is it that you're doing, God? And and so many times in that moment, he just wants to remind us of something we already know, something we already knew. Just what you said, Becky, go back to that biblical truth. What was that concept? And may, maybe that's starting to formalize in our life, or maybe we're starting to process it and it make, it's making sense. Or maybe it's just he, he knows we need that affirmation so that we know that we need to keep going forward in the direction that he has us, even when the immediate world around you is not bringing the affirmation. Yeah. And that that is a huge lesson. Uh, Again, I think many times I personally was looking for affirmation at various points, whether it's Mm -hmm. the pastor's wife or uh, or, you know, in the school setting, a classroom teacher and a variety of things. But one of the things that I have learned and Joe has has been giving me this that he uh, lesson that he learned years ago and it's just become more real to me in the last couple of years is you know yes it is nice to hear you are making an impact or you have been an encouragement god has mm-hmm. used you in a in a specific way but if that is our end all <laughs> our be all then mm-hmm. we have missed the boat and we really do need to be focused on what God is asking us to do, what he is using in our lives. And are we reflecting him, not just in the good times, but in the challenging times, are we still reflecting who God is so that are other believers being encouraged? And are the unbelievers as Mm -hmm. the world is watching us, are they being encouraged or challenged why are you acting or reacting that way? Mm-hmm. That And again, that's not easy. That is daily. And I'd, I'd love to say you start your day in the word. That's when I happen to do it is before everybody uh, gets up and moving around is to get up early and spend time with the Lord. But if I don't go back, and that's mm. why I love having that relationship with Jesus. It's not just I have to go yeah. time, but he is with me all day long, yeah. 24-7. And yeah. so I have to keep going back to him, asking for forgiveness, asking for direction, asking for protection, and to use whoever he wants to use in my life so that I can be right where he wants me to be, mm-hmm. and directing the the people and decisions that he's given me to make and mm-hmm. the team that he has put around me uh, so that we can all be 
reflecting who he is in mm-hmm. a greater way. Mm-hmm. It's it's about kingdom impact. It is not about Becky Gardner and the few people in her own family. It is mm-hmm. what can we do for the kingdom of God, uh, drawing all men and women, boys and girls to him, ultimately for salvation first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But then how can we impact the world for Christ? And it starts with me. It starts with you, Carmen, individually, Mm -hmm. and then growing from that. Amen. Amen. Just that intentionality of what you just said, you know, being, we, we have to be intentional. And ladies, sometimes we struggle with that because we pull our seat away from the table, seeing everything that we're not. Yeah. Instead of, you know, and why, why we're not qualified or not capable, we don't need anybody else to talk us out of something. We've already talked ourselves out of it. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Instead of looking at, you know, that what Becky just said, if, if we'll let God work through us and do through us what he wants to do and what only he can do, it's not going to be you. It is. You're going to be amazed thinking, and, you know, Becky, one of the lessons I'm learning at this season of life um, is that. Sometimes I have to stop and look back. I can just see progress or I can just see um, like I can look back over the last year of my life and see things that um, I could say that Carmen's done, mm-hmm. you know, and because probably once upon a time I would have said that and, and maybe not trying to sound as self-centered as it was, but self-centered either way. Look at what Carmen's done this last year. But I look back at over this past particular year in a particular season of life that I'm in. And when I look at what Carmen's done in the last year, I mean, and some of the things that might have been checked the boxes, they might have been on Carmen's list, without a doubt, without a doubt, there, I'm amazed that this has been done in a matter of months. But I'm more amazed because my eyes are on the right person now, because Becky, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, there's no way Carmen would have had the know-how, the skills, the resources to get it done. But he's brought those people to the table. And I'm sitting here looking forward now thinking, look what he's done. You clearly can see it. Maybe for the first time in your life, you clearly see it, you know, because the players at the table are a little bit different. That's not new, Carmen. He's always been doing it. So again, take you back to the same thing. I've always been with you. I've never left you. But because other people's been at the table, you've not clearly seen me, Carmen. You've seen other people. But I'm telling you, Becky, it does something with my courage. It strengthens my faith with the courage to know that I can go after tomorrow to now, whatever he's calling me to do, because I know in a, in a supernatural, in an extraordinary, extraordinary God kind of way, he powers it. He fuels whatever, whatever the vision is he's bringing. He, he fuels it, you know, he fuels it. But yeah. And like you said, you know, I would never have guessed I would be where I am today or have, have been able to be involved and meet people and serve alongside people. Um, you know, I was a little, you know, pastor's child and just mm-hmm. assumed I would stay in West Tennessee all my life and uh, God had other plans. And again, I wouldn't go back and change those, but you just never know. So I think giving and being willing to be a vessel and willing to be molded, even when it's scary, even when it's scary, (laughs) and you don't know what's going to happen or how the road is going to turn. Mm -hmm. uh, It's still worth it. And I would say you would, you would testify. And I I know many of the ladies would uh, have that same testimony. 
mm-hmm. of how God has worked and the opportunities and the people that we've been able to meet uh, has been such an encouragement to, to me in my walk. And so I think as we look at the next generation, we need to continue to mentor and to reach out to our young, uh, young believers and next generation uh, so that the faith can continue. Amen. That, amen. That's a good word. That's a good word. I'm grateful for you and grateful for you letting me come behind the curtain to ask some questions, you know, and just to just to be able to lean in a little bit more for me to be intentional with the leaning in so that I can learn some things from you. And ladies, if you're listening, you hear me say this all the time. We are not meant to go this alone. And that's what we're trying to do in the Illinois Baptist Women community. We're here to support each other. Um, We're not meant to do it alone. So if you're not connected with us, make sure you're connected. There's many ways to do that. You can follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. Follow us on Instagram at at Illinois Baptist Women. Or check out our resources on our website at ibsa.org backslash women. Becky, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you, Carmen. All right, ladies, we hope that you have a good rest of your day and we'll see you here next Friday on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org slash women.